episode 42 of the Joomla Beat podcast, and this week, a review of the Joomla World Conference 2013, and an interview with Andrew Eddy about distributions. Latest Joomla news, design tips, marketing ideas, and interviews with experts in the industry. Beginner or professional, this podcast is for Joomla enthusiasts. Welcome to the Joomla Beach Podcast with your host, Peter Buey. Peter Buey. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Joomla Beat Podcast, the podcast all about designing, developing, managing, and marketing your Joomla website. Now, this week, I've just come back from the Joomla World Conference. I'm still a little bit jet-lagged, and I've actually caught a cold now. So, you have to bear with me if my voice has changed a little bit. But I am struggling to breathe at the moment, which is a little bit concerning, especially when I need my voice to actually do this podcast. But the Joomla World Conference was an absolute fantastic experience, and I'll be going into a little bit more about that uh, this episode as well. But later this this episode, I also have an interview with Andrew Eddy, one of the original co-founders of the Joomla project, and he'll be talking about uh, Joomla distributions. And this is something we spoke about at the Joomla uh, Joomla Day Sydney 2013 a few weeks ago, and uh, that's when I recorded this conversation as well. But I'll be talking a little bit more about that with Andrew. But first off, before we get into anything, just like to give a couple of shout outs for those lovely, lovely people that have left me ratings and reviews on the iTunes store. Now, the first one I'll just read out comes from Mark Joomla developer, and he writes in from the UK Joomla store saying, I've been developing on Joomla for a few years now, and I really enjoy listening to the Joomla Beat podcast. Finally, I got to subscribe on the new iPad podcast. Awesome. Keep up the great podcast guys love listening to them a must for anyone who uses joomla so thank you so much for that fabulous uh, rating and review there and if anyone else wants to leave a rating review for the podcast you can do so by jumping onto the itunes store uh, navigating to the Joomla beat podcast by doing a little search and then leave a five star rating and review and uh, that really helps with the discoverability of the show and the episodes Okay, so let's get straight into some Joomla news and a review of the Joomla World Conference. Looking for more Joomla tips and industry news? JoomlaB.at. Web hosting by SiteGround. So for Joomla news this week, I have a couple of articles that I'd just like to point out from the main leadership blog and also from the community blog as well. First off, uh, Sandra Porsche has put together an article that talks about all of the marketing material that you can get for Joomla 3.2. Yes, that's right. If you missed it, Joomla 3.2 has been released and you can download it and have it installed and up and working and running on your Joomla uh, installation from right now, from, from I think last week, last Thursday. So uh, you can download it, play with it, test it. But if you're blogging about it or writing about it or posting things on Facebook, there's a whole bunch of marketing material and images that you can use in all of those blog posts. Now, you can get to that at the community blog as well from joomla.org, and you can find the links there relating to this particular article that I'm talking about. Uh, It has banners, Facebook cover images, and a whole bunch of other things that you can use for your website. 
Now, also there, you'll be able to find another article which talks about all of these different video tutorials that have been released for Joomla 3.2. It goes through a whole bunch of the features from the people that have actually developed these features and enhancements for Joomla itself. Now, from what I can see here, it has a video on content versioning, has a video related to the user interface, user experience enhancements that have been added to Joomla, the extension finder that has been added into the back end of Joomla so you can install extensions directly from your Joomla install. It has a video tutorial about the two-step authentication to add that extra layer of security to your Joomla website. Now, that's a really good one to watch to see how it's all set up and how you can set it up for your website as well. It also has a video that goes through the multilingual site installer. So now when you install your Joomla website from the get-go, you can pick and choose a different language package. And when picking one of these language packages, it will automatically change the whole installation process to that language. So it makes the installation a lot more user-friendly depending on what language you are specifying and what language you're primarily used to as well. So that's a really another big plus and a really cool video just to watch and see how it all works. The other thing that has been added in is the module ACL video. And you can see how the ACL has now been applied to the modules of the website, which is really cool. Last but not least, there's a video about the rapid application framework. So how you can actually use uh, the new features in regards to that to build applications on the Joomla framework really, really quickly. Now, all of these videos are really short. They're under five minutes each, and uh, they're very well produced as well. So hats off to the people that put all that together. Now, I'll also put links to all of that in the show notes so you can get to the videos and have a look at them for yourself. Now, last but not least, there is one more article that I'd like to just point out. And this is one uh, written by Peter Martin. And it is a call for Joomla Community Leadership Team nominations for this year. So the nominations are open to until the 10th of December. And what the CLT or the community leadership team are looking for is some new members. So some fresh blood, I guess, or some fresh faces into that community leadership team to try and help steer, direct, and uh, liaise between the different community working groups. And these working groups consist of the Joomla content magazine, uh, the community portal, the extension directory, the forums, the resource directory, all of the user groups, the Joomla project main website itself, and also the new volunteers portal, which be put together maybe, maybe later this year or early next year. But that's still a work in process. But anyway, the CLT are looking for new members to join this group to try and help uh, mold, steer and direct and help liaise between all these groups and uh, steer in the right direction. So if you know anyone out there in the community that will really fit into this role, please jump on there and nominate someone. The more volunteers, I guess, the, the more things that can be done within the Joomla community itself. Now, on to some more exciting stuff. Not that all that news wasn't exciting, but I just came back from the Joomla World Conference, as I mentioned a little bit earlier, and my, wow, it was an amazing experience. I had so much fun. I met so many amazing people. All these people that I have spoken to online for so many years, but actually got to finally meet face-to-face, and it felt like I actually knew them for a very long time, as if... uh, 
they were long lost friends, and this whole experience was an old high school reunion meeting them again after so many years, and and it really really did feel like that. It was a it's quite surreal kind of experience. The other really weird experience was actually meeting people that listen to the podcast. It was so strange just having strangers walk up to me and say, "Hey, you're Peter, aren't you?" And oh, wow, absolutely love your podcast. It's uh, you know amazing. Keep up the great work. It's it's it gave me a real big buzz. So thank you for doing that. I didn't get to speak to everyone for a very long time because I was running all over the place doing interviews. And speaking of interviews, I managed to do seventeen different interviews, and. <laughs> Uh, it was quite a hectic few days running around. I missed a lot of sessions uh, of the conference as well because of that. But uh, no regrets. 17 interviews is a huge amount. And I spoke to many, many people that you'd be very excited to hear from as well. And uh, there were so many more people that I missed out. I missed out on, on Rod Martin, on Steve Burge, on uh, on Radic from Sobe Pro as well. So I'm, I'm really annoyed that I missed out on all those people. But there just wasn't enough time in a day to get that all done. And there's even more people that I wanted to grab interviews for. And I said, yes, yes, let's do those interviews. But never got around to actually doing them because I was so tied up doing other ones already. So I apologize to everyone that I said, yes, let's do an interview. I just ran out of time. I needed another few days to get it all done. And the interviews I did do felt a little bit rushed. But anyway... You'll hear a little bit more of those other interviews later uh, in the year, um, I guess going into January, February next year as well, as I start uh, finishing them off and rolling them out through the next few months. But a couple of reflections from the Joomla World Conference from what I thought were really big takeaway points. Now, first off, there was a massive, a pretty big bug squashing event on the second night of the conference. And I thought this was a really good experience. It showed a lot of beginners that didn't really know much about bug squashing or didn't really get into the code parts of Joomla that much and gave them a little bit more experience in how that whole process worked. It let them sit down, engage and network with some of the really core and bigger contributors to the Joomla project. These newbies or beginner programmers actually got to sit side by side with people that have been contributing huge amounts of code for years and years uh, to the Joomla project and get an understanding of how the whole process worked. Now, that was a real eye-opener for, for myself and for a lot of the people there to see how it actually all worked. And I'd recommend if there is a bug squashing pizza and fun night event anywhere around your local community that you can get to, to come along and see how it's all done, see how the the big boys, I guess, do it all and experience how the Joomla project get together, submit bugs, test the bugs, uh, create patches for them, create fixes, and then roll them out into the project and see how that all works. I didn't really understand the whole process, but now I have a better understanding of it because I've actually experienced it. So uh, make sure you do get along to a bug squashing night if you can. It was a pretty cool highlight of the event. Another really cool highlight of the event was the Ignite session. Now, that was the Joomla Ignite session. There are five-minute presentations with 20 slides, and these slides will transition every 15 seconds automatically whether you like it or not. So you don't have very much control, so you really have to refine your presentation really know what you're talking about. Now, I did one of these presentations and it took 
took me almost two full days at the desk preparing the slides and preparing the content. So it, it really takes a lot of time out uh, of your of your day in terms of preparation to get one of these presentations done. In comparison, I did a 45-minute presentation, which I did on the plane on the way over to the conference. So the, that's, that's the difference in the amount of preparation that I had to do for one of these Ignite presentations. Now, you can see this presentations, uh, everyone's presentation, everyone ex- everyone's Ignite presentation online, and all the videos are on the Joomla World Conference channel on YouTube. So, you can jump onto YouTube and just do a quick Google for Joomla World Conference 2013, and you'll be able to see all of the Ignite sessions and actually all of the keynotes from the Joomla World Conference, and I highly recommend checking them all out. Now, I also have to thank Duke Spear for putting together the Joomla Ignite session. It it was, I, I guess, a lot of work from his uh, his side of things where he had to manage everyone that was doing the submissions, putting in all their slides together, doing the confidence slides as well, or the little video, uh, the video slide thing that we had. So, we knew exactly how much time we had between each slide before it transitioned to the next one. I don't think I would have been able to do the presentation properly without that. So thank you so much, Duke, for all the time and effort that you put into preparing for the Ignite session as well. Now, not to leave out anyone else, the other presenters that gave keynote presentations were absolutely fantastic as well. But there was one presentation that I'd just like to point out, and that was the keynote on the last day by Matt Mullenweg, and he is the CEO of Automatic and also the founder of WordPress. And it was quite an interesting uh, presentation in regards to drawing in some parallels between the differences between how WordPress grew as a community and as a uh, platform over the years in comparison to Joomla. Now, others that gave keynote presentations included Deb Nicholson, Ethan Merrick, the founder or the guy who uh, termed the the idea of responsive web design. Kevin John Gallagher, absolutely funny guy. Peter Martin, who is obsessed with Raspberry Pi, which is pretty cool. Uh, David Hurley, bringing back the mullet, a very good view on community and how Joomla fits in with the whole mullet idea. Business up front, party at the back. Watch his presentation, it's pretty cool. Uh, Rod Martin, talking about 10 business tips from Star Trek. Now, that was a very entertaining presentation as well, and I thoroughly enjoyed that. Now, last but not least, Sandra Portia also did a presentation on the Joomla Volunteers Portal. Now, this is a new project that he is, I guess, leading in regards to uh, a matchmaking service for volunteers that want to get involved in the Joomla project and task and things that need to be done within the community itself. So now you can register for a, uh, and set up a profile on this Joomla Volunteers portal and submit what you can do and how much time you have. And this will match up with particular tasks on the Volunteers portal. So you can actually uh, contribute and do a couple of these tasks. Now, I was talking with Santa a little bit afterwards as well, and he was coming up with the ideas of maybe gamifying or a gamification system within the volunteers portal. So, after you uh, perform a couple of tasks and you 
earn a, enough points, you might get a T-shirt or a, a pen or something or some really cool Joomla merchandise to help you, not to help, but to thank you for volunteering and putting in the time and effort for uh, getting things done within the community. So I thought that was a really cool project. And he also cherry-picked a couple of people, not cherry-picked, but got some people to volunteer and put their hand up uh, from the audience in his presentation to volunteer and and join that project and get it built and get it done. Now, if you're interested in getting involved with that particular project, I'd first recommend watching the video so you can understand what he's trying to do and what he's trying to achieve, and then uh, sending him a message or jumping on board and uh, finding out how you, how you can contribute to being a part of the team that was going to build uh, this volunteers portal. Now, a couple of other highlights that I got away from the Journal World Conference. One of them was Tenko's Nikolov's security presentation. Now, Tenko's the CEO of SiteGround. If you haven't heard one of his presentations or one of his interviews, just have a look back at some of the older uh, podcast episodes from Tenko, and he talks about performance, security, and all sorts of different things. But in his presentation at the Journal World Conference, he was talking about uh, security and giving live de- demonstrations on how to hack Joomla websites. Now, I've never actually seen a website being hacked before. I've found it quite interesting. He showed some exploits, some very common exploits that if you hadn't secured your Joomla website, hackers can take advantage of this. And I did a little bit of Googling and researching when I got back. And lo and behold, I could actually hack a whole bunch of websites using these techniques and methods and it was so so easy to do a quick google search just showed me a whole list of sites that were vulnerable and i could hack straight into them with very little effort within a few minutes um, i could gain full access control database databases and do whatever i want with the their Joomla websites so it's kind of scary uh, how easy it is to actually hack some websites he actually showed some other ways of hacking websites as well and I have to say, the biggest takeaway point from his presentation was to make sure that your websites are updated and backed up. That way, if they're up to date, the security holes or patches, the ones that are known that are out there, are all covered up and the hackers can't uh, take advantage of them. The other thing was a good backup process, so that way you can restore your website in case anything actually happens to it as well. So... Very good takeaway points from that particular presentation. Now, another conversation that led from the Joomla World Conference was uh, the marketing plan or the new marketing direction of where Joomla is going to go in the future. Now, Jessica Dunbar from Anything Digital was uh, leading the talk and conversations around this. I didn't get to sit in on the talk and conversation itself, but from what I heard from it, it was, it's, it's a good, really good starting point in regards to uh, the direction of what's going to happen in the future in terms of marketing uh, the actual Joomla project itself, uh, marketing the development, marketing uh, the the new features that are going out there in marketing and trying to attract new people into the community as well. And that also led on to another conversation that I had with a couple of the people that were actually there at the conference. Now, some people are actually afraid that 
uh, Joomla's losing popularity or the, or the the growth rate of Joomla is dropping. And that's affecting some some sales of extension developers, some service providers out there, and they're all a little bit concerned. So I'm going to do a little bit of research into this and find out exactly how people are making money within the Joomla space and where in the market this money is coming from, whether it's low-end users, high-end users, corporate environments, or enterprise-level clients. I'd like to find out more about the ecosystem and more about how people make money within the Joomla space using Joomla and what kind of clients uh, come into that that demographic or, or into the, the Joomla service provider space. And uh, I'll, I'll do this over the next few months and find out exactly what's happening, uh, what kind of changes have happened over the last few years, and what we could possibly expect in the future as well. I would love to see a lot more grassroots growth within the community. That's that's down the level of the user groups, attracting more people and 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 spreading Joomla to new people that haven't ever heard of content management systems or anything like that at all. I would love to see and find out exactly what's going on. And I'll put together these, this survey and this report over the next few months and uh, publish my findings uh, as soon as I get it all together. If you're interested, uh, let me know and uh, I'll, I'll see what I can uh, tee up with anyone that else is that is interested, gathering in the information and publishing out as a resource for the Joomla community itself. Now, if you want to find out more about what I thought about the Joomla World Conference, I wrote a blog post on the Joomla Beat website all about it. So you can jump on there, click on Joomla Advice, and you'll be able to find the blog post all about it. And with that, that ends my news and review of the Joomla World Conference. Stay tuned. As Peter brings his special guest to the table, the Joomla Beat Podcast. Andrew, welcome again to the Joomla Beat Podcast. Thank you for joining us. Now, you're here at Joomla Day Sydney, and you were throwing around a couple of ideas during your keynote presentation about uh, Joomla distros or Joomla distributions. Can you explain a little bit what you mean about that and uh, why this concept would be a little helpful for the Joomla community or why would it even take it up? Sure. Um, one of the uh, the goals on the um, CMS roadmap that we have is to uh, break Joomla up into or be able to facilitate um, different distributions. And the idea there is that uh, the one-size-fits-all fit, model is maybe not necessarily true. Um, some people, uh, not everyone needs everything that's in the core stack um, out of the box. Some people even um, uninstall it. Um, but they, those components or extensions um, come back when they patch Joomla because it's downloading, uh, re-downloading the full version. Um, so it's the, it's the idea that um, you know, maybe we can uh, introduce some more flexibility um, for people um, uh, rather than um, downloading the whole stack uh, um, all the time. Now, that could take a few different types of forms. Um, distributions could be preset by the Joomla project, so there might be a light version which only includes articles and categories and tags and things like that. Um, you might have a classic version, which is you know the good old 3.5 sort of um, model. Might be a developer version, which includes um, things like the the uh, JD checking component, um, that sort of things. 
um, we could be doing that, um, and or we could be doing uh, things like um, extension developers and even the core extensions are listed in the JED, and there's a little flag to say, hey, these are, are uh, distribution compatible or distribution aware. And uh, the download page of uh, Joomla.org is is literally a distribution builder, and you can choose your own adventure, um, pretty much. So you can say there might be a mandatory core, uh, which includes the uh, the installation and the and the, um, the site and the administrator, um, and maybe a few mandatory things like um, extension managers. Say, so, but uh, you know, after that, it's uh, I'd like. Uh, uh, yes, I'd like the articles, and uh, that already automatically pre-selects um, categories and and possibly tags. Uh, yes, I'd like uh, keep a backup, please. I'd like banners, and um, you can go along and um, choose what you want uh, uh, out of your distribution. Hit the download button, and you've got a zip that you can upload. And when you install that site, everything is pre-configured to work with those installations. Now, after that. Though each of those components will be upgraded um, under their own steam, following their own development path, just as you normally would um, if you had downloaded uh, downloaded an um, extension and it was updating manually. yeah. So it, it sounds basically if anyone wants to install Joomla and was purely just using it as maybe a blog, they could download uh, what you call the Lite, Joomla Lite version, and that's essentially a very trimmed down version and just uh, could compete against WordPress. Yeah, we, we could certainly do that. Um, we could also do other things like letting people save save their own distribution um, plan or save a playlist. Yeah. And so... Um, some um, very uh, Joomla savvy web developers might build a, um, a a really good distribution for for blogging, say, and we might have a a mechanism for um, people to search distributions to say, hey, find me something that's tagged for small business, find me something that's tagged for e- with e-commerce, um, and um, up might pop five or six distributions. Hey, this third one down here looks like it's got all of the pieces of the puzzles um, that I want. I'll download that. It'll go and then get all of the current versions of everything, uh, of uh, the extensions that are are listed in that distribution. Um, You'll have a zip file that you can upload to to your site. So lots of possibilities. It also sounds like someone has to manage those distribution packages or come up with the idea and concept of you need this, you need this to make your uh, website function the way that the distro is wanting to be uh, working. Um, So who's going to look after those distribution packages? Yeah, that's a really good question. Who's going to come up with them? Yeah. um, Look, I think... um, uh, as we were talking about earlier, I think um, the project needs to select a few for, for things. We're, we're really trying to answer the question, where do I start? And, and some people have absolutely no clue, mm. and some people have a very good idea. And the people that are new to Joomla are probably going to tend towards, um, give, me, give, me a, give me some, some suggestions. Um, and go with you know Joomla Lite or Classic or Joomla Heavy, you know um, a Joomla Developer, distros, some some pre-configured um, or even the most popular user distros. Um, but another type of person is going to hey I know exactly what I want I want to go down the um, 
the uh, the fine grain path of, of choosing my own. Hey, I'm, I'm going to save that. And, you know, maybe there's some sort of interface uh, on Joomla.org that um, people can search uh, for not only um, uh, bits that they can include in a distro, um, but also complete distros themselves. Okay, cool. Um how does the rest of the community feel about this kind of thing? It's a very new idea, a very new concept. Uh, how, how is it going to be sold to the rest of the community? I'm, I'm sure there's lots of people that don't want this and like the core distribution how it is at the moment. Uh, how would you influence others or or try and promote this idea? Yeah, that's a really good question because the, uh, the idea is quite old and, and I've got to admit I've been banging this drum for many, many years, more, more, more time than I care to remember. But it's only in the last few weeks that it's, uh, it's got some traction amongst um, the engineering folk within the community uh, and we've set up a, uh, a, um, a site to start talking through exactly the, these issues and I'm sure you'll put the, the link in the pod, podcast for us. Um, so um, the response here in talking about it has been extremely positive and you know there have been concerns about you know I like the, the, the current solution uh, why do we have to change and and I've been sort of casting my sort of vision for how this could change the the culture of Joomla uh, and the way that we uh, we look at how it's built. Um, it uh, it's been extremely positive, um, and a lot of a lot of people, not necessarily engineering people, like people people that are interested in the user experience. How uh, assuming that we solve all the engineering problems, software engineering problems. Um, you know, what's the user experience for? How does somebody interact with these distros? How you know, this choose your own adventure path or this preset path? And there's people that say, "Hey, I'd be, I'd be interested in working on that if I've got got time." And um, it's uh, it's a really exciting project. It's something new that we haven't done um, before. It's it's something uh, where people that are new to contributing their time um, could be involved in. And um, there's there's not a lot of baggage. It's it, it's all new. It's all fresh. <laughs> and um, because we're probably looking at Joomla four, we've got the opportunity to break some things as well. Okay, not too much. Um, <laughs> and that would obviously be hard, part of the sell. Um, you know, it'd be great if we had look. Here's three different options that we think might be good um, end-to-end ways of of doing the distribution thing, and just letting the community decide. Hey, which do you think is the best idea? Um, and the second question to ask is, but of those, who have we got people that will commit to actually doing that? And, you know, that's going to take um, some months to, to work through, even those early first steps. Okay, cool. I'll grab all those links in regards to the conversations and put them on the website and uh, see if we can start more of the discussion, mm. get mm. more people involved in the project and see what comes out of it. Mm. It's um, late 2013 now, so uh, we'll see how the project goes and uh, see what happens in the future for Joomla. Yeah, look, I mean, the reality is there's not going to be much happening till uh, bef- before Christmas, So, um, but uh, you know, and there's something for the new year to, mm. to for people to get so excited about. I think um, there's time for people to be... Um, planning uh, at least or, or, or thinking about okay this is on the table um, you know what could it look like and how could I help yeah 
We'll plant the seeds of thought. Mm, indeed. And see what happens. Yeah, water them and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. All right, thank you, Andrew. I think that's all the time we have for uh, this episode, so uh, I'll catch you again soon. Okay, thanks, Peter. Thanks. Now I have to apologize for the audio quality there. I didn't realize there were background clicks and audio interference when I was doing re- the recording with Andrew. Now I've upgraded all of my audio equipment since, so I don't think that will ever, ever happen again. It must have been some interference with the laptop power supply and and the uh, audio interface that I had. Uh, I've, I've had it and heard it once before, but I managed to pick it up, but I didn't pick it up this time, so I really have to apologize for that recording, and I hope hopefully you could uh, bear it and listen to the entire interview. But anyway, that is it for me for another episode of the Jump Beat Podcast. Uh, the next podcast episodes that are coming up, I'll be starting to release all the fantastic interviews that I did at the Joomla World Conference. Everything from all the fantastic people that I met at the conference, all the way to Matt Mullenweg, the CEO of Automatic, and Nicholas Dipinopoulos, the creator of Akiba Backup, and many, many, many more fantastic interviews all lined up uh, along with great more, more content coming up very soon. So once again, if you enjoy this podcast, if you absolutely love it, jump on the iTunes store, give it a five-star rating review, or just jump on Twitter or social media and give it a little bit of a shout out and give it some love. Anyway, that is it for me this week of the John Beat Podcast. Until next time, everyone, make sure you keep your website safe and secure and make sure you keep them backed up because it is so easy to hack. Okay, bye now. You have been listening to the Joomla Beat Podcast. Bringing together the community of designers, developers, fans and users from around the globe. Around the globe. Joomla Beat. Joomla Beat. Joomla Beat. Joomla Beat. Joomla Beat. Joomla Beat.